0: This is a Demon FM podcast. You are listening to Have You Seen It with Tom, Ellis, and Dan. Hello again. It is me, Tom, and I have with me Dan and Ellis. And welcome back to the Have You Seen It podcast, where we talk about everything film, box office, new releases you name it and we have quite an interesting quite an interesting one because the big film this week is of course uh the massive disney release frozen 2 highly anticipated i have seen early reviews then or people who have seen it last week in, in press preview screenings but it, it's out everywhere on the 22nd so that's this week uh we're also going to be talking about some of our film picks for this week gentlemen would you like to tell them what your uh, film picks are
1: uh, well, mine is you were never really here,
0: and mine is
2: well. Actually, I don't have one uh, this this week for you, Tom. But you uh, have one. We'll get into we'll get into something else maybe a bit later. So uh, I think we'll probably start as we always do uh, with the box office. Um, this is of course Dan's segment.
1: So uh, Dan. Well, at number five this week we have Last Christmas, which fell forty three percent to six point five million dollars. Hmm. Uh, currently it's at twenty-two point four million domestic, uh, thirteen million international, and thirty-five
0: point four million over the whole worldwide spectrum. Yeah, that's that's was it thirteen million internationally? Was it internationally thirteen million? In, yes. it, yeah, because it only it came out here last week. Yes. that was our thing. Uh, that was our feature, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Last week it opened here to three point six million. It's okay. It's okay. I've heard mixed things, very mixed things on on the radio and on. And in the magazines and all but you know it's it's going to be a big Christmas it's a big film out for Christmas it's a media clerk he loves a media clerk it's just sort of a nice sort of cozy film to sort of snuggle down and sort of have a watch before before the holidays or during the holidays I mean it's going to be going to be a new tradition and of course it's George Michael a few songs don't don't really do any harm do they? George Michael songs
1: at number four, we have Playing with Fire, which is down thirty five percent, which is an amazing hole from last week. Uh currently it's at eight point three million dollars for the weekend, uh twenty-five point three million domestically, it's at four point five international, which brings its worldwide total to twenty nine point eight million dollars
0: on a budget of twenty nine point nine million dollars. I have a question. When that film opened in America, did it open wide or did it or was it in a few was it, it only in a few cinemas? It opened wide. Open wide. Because okay. it opened
1: to like twelve million dollars.
0: Uh, it's it's a it's a John Cena comedy about firemen and who sort of adopt a bunch of kids and shenanigans ensue. I mean, what more? What more can you? No, I've not. S- Seen it, but uh, and I think I did briefly touch on this last week.
2: It does sort of reek, I suppose is the best word. It reeks of that early uh, early two thousands attempt at comedies and using these sort of strange. Well, I wouldn't say strange. Diff- different kinds of stars to promote their films. It's not something you get much these days, just capitalising on things uh, like wrestlers. Obviously, you've got people like The Rock are uh, still storming ahead and making these kind of generic action films. So it interests me very in a very sort of yeah. minute way. I think yeah. that's about it. And I think it'll be the maybe the same for,
0: for most people. Yeah.
1: It reminds me a lot of last year's Instant Family mm. with Mark Wahlberg.
0: The, yeah. Does it, does it have a release date for here? Or not?
1: I think it comes out very soon, like in December maybe. Yeah. So
0: yeah, we'll have to watch out for that one. That might not be a feature, but we'll we'll <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Okay. So. Uh number
1: three is a new entry. That's normally an exciting thing that there's a new entry. Yeah. This new entry is Charlie's Angels. Yes. It the... opened mm-hmm. to eight point four million dollars domestically.
0: Ooh, what was it? Could you find a could you find a projection of what it could do? Was it was or like uh, budget? At
1: the, at the start, the projection was about twenty five million dollars. And it went down slowly to about eighteen million dollars on mm-hmm. the last week. Mm-hmm. So this is Ten million below, even the lowest projections. Now yeah.
2: this is the. Correct me if I'm wrong.
0: Third remake of
2: Charlie's Angels.
0: First sort of first. Well, like no, that second because at first Charlie's Angels, if you don't know, was a 60s TV show. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Third about, interpretation. Yeah, probably. about about super spies. It was then remade with Charlize Ferron in the 90s. In the 90s, and then and then now we have the all female cast headed up. Uh, by Christian Stewart, directed, written, produced Elizabeth Banks. By, Elizabeth, by Elizabeth Banks, who's all, who also stars in it. Um, she's very proud of this. She's on social media. She's been very sort of like, she's bit, she knows of what people have been saying about it, but she's very sort of, she's very, she's very strong. She's very like, I don't care what people say. I made this film. I'm proud of this film. And, you know, good, good on her. I mean, I'm not sure how this film will have legs or not, because like that, sort of first eight million dollars doesn't really sound all that all that much but i think it could pull, pull in a, a bit of an audience not a, a huge audience but maybe yeah. maybe a select few i do feel
2: like it is somewhat of a uh forgotten about franchise these days um it's something i've i've only got a very vague memory of sort of the vhs cover of it but uh mm. not really much of the naughties film itself and i don't think i've ever seen the original. So I'm not sure. What are we thinking, Dan? How, how does it compare in to the well uh, adaptation?
1: I will mention very briefly it uh, opened to 19.3 million international and Uh, worldwide that's 27.7 million dollars but if we compare this to the domestic openings of the say let's say the 2000 film uh charlie's angels that opened to 40.1 million dollars in 2000 and if we go for charlie's angels full throttle that opened to 37.8 million dollars so that's 30 million dollars higher which is not very good especially because it's literally 19 years ago now which means inflation would bring that even higher um but the budget for this is 40 8 to 55 million dollars mm. not a
0: not a huge sense, amount not over a hundred
1: but let's move on to number two yes yes Russell, before we get talking, carried away with ourselves talking about this uh all day we've yeah. got midway yes uh, which is down 52 percent to 8.5 million dollars after its veterans day weekend currently domestically is at 34.9 million dollars internationally 38.2 which means worldwide we are at a total of 73.1 million dollars On a budget of 59.5 million dollars so this budget was actually quite reasonable Mm. for this type of film
0: yeah yeah i mean like for all the sort of the the special effects and everything that they had sort of piled into this film i'm surprised that the the budget is very is quite is quite like quite conservative yeah conservative quite sort of kind of kind of little because for all the stuff that they packed into it but i've heard a few more like a few few things i mean i've heard that it's not very good uh for 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 one but it's it's still it's still there it's still at still at number two although you know it was its, it was its opening last week do you think it will have legs because i don't think so
1: i think it actually will yeah like it was veterans day weekend last weekend which i think boosted it a tiny bit mm. so at least dropping 52 percent and not dropping any further than that is actually quite a good achievement mm.
0: i think it'll we'll see when it comes to next week what will happen what will happen then cuz it might drop uh, considerably more especially
1: but... cuz thanksgiving is soon as well yes
0: yes of course so um, there'll
1: be a lot of good holds in the next
0: couple of weeks. well that's that's midway that's still keeping strong and at number one please
1: we have a new entry which i'm very happy about this new entry mm. it's ford v ferrari which yep. we talked about last week obviously with we 31.5 million dollars yes an amazing weekend international that's in terms
2: of digits yes
1: 21.4 and worldwide it opened to 52.9 million dollars on a production budget of ninety-seven point six million dollars.
0: Yeah, quite good. Yeah, quite good. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna appeal to quite quite a few people. I mean, gearheads are obviously gonna love it because it's about cars and sort of about the history of racing and sort of like the pedigree behind it. I think it might draw in a, quite a few other people as well because it's very. The style of it, like and sort of like the style, the sort of the the racing scenes, the uh, there's quite a bit of comedy in it as well. Um, and Christian Bale, Matt Damon, Christian Bale to to my, to my knowledge, can do do no wrong. Having Matt Damon with him is just icing on the cake. I think this film will do really well. It opened here to sort of to to a good reception. So hopefully, hopefully that that will carry on. But no, like it's, it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be, I think it, I have a really good feeling about this one. Uh, I think it's going to do really well, especially over the, over the weeks. It is one of those that seems uh, one of those rare cases
2: as well, where it seems to be getting good critical and audience receptions. It's got, mm. got a good balance. So uh, I I expect that it'll probably maybe stay up there for a couple of
1: weeks. A good thing to know is this film actually has an A plus cinema score. Hmm which basically means that people who went to see it absolutely loved it so this a plus cinema score films normally have really good leg and it doesn't happen very often it's a very very rare thing yeah. Um so we could see this sticking around for a long long while
0: yeah i think i think it will i think it's not going anywhere anytime soon uh i think it'll get more popular you know as more people see it more more you know the world of mouth will spread and i'm i'm really hopeful for this film i really am it's 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 going to be it's going to be a good one but uh no that if if there's any other ones in the sort of like the further top 10 you would want to know then
1: we just have a top pta this week which top per theater yeah um we have waves is the biggest film in terms of per theater which opened at 26 it currently has made one hundred thirty four thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and that per theater in four theaters was thirty three thousand five hundred
0: and eighty three. dollars. yeah i'm looking forward to waves I, like it looks really sort of mysterious and sort of like very strange uh like you know it's eight like you know a 24 strangeness <laughs> yeah. um but um no, it, the story seems quite it's i'm quite intrigued when it comes out here i i might be I might be going going to have a look. That is it for the top five. Um, topping it this week is of course Ford versus Ferrari or La 66. I've heard great film. Hopefully, it's going to do really well. In it. I see a really bright future ahead of it, which leads us on nicely to the new releases and the big one, which is Frozen Two coming out uh, worldwide this Friday, twenty second. It's more Frozen, guys. I don't know how you feel about that. I've, I'm kind of indifferent to it
2: well we've we've known it's been coming for a long time oh yes although they um i think very purposely actually uh delayed announcing it by quite a bit the original frozen i believe is Well, I could be wrong here, actually. I should have fact-checked first, but I believe it's still the highest grossing animated film. Is Mm. that correct? Um, It had one of the longest theatrical releases of any animated film and was still being shown in theatres nearly two years after its release. Mm. So, I mean, I went and watched it at the cinema, actually, and I was well, 14 now, I think, at the time. Was it 2013? 2013. Yes, I was 14, which is weird to think because it still seems quite, quite new. Mm.
0: Um, it looks new as well, doesn't it? It looks Yeah, very, I think it looks that's it. New. It
2: was it was probably the biggest leap of Disney saying we're making we are making new new yeah. animated films. Yeah. New animated, you know, Disney princesses. Using stuff. using new new techniques. Yeah. Uh, and they, they, they developed they developed a new style through that as well, which mm. has now been seen, you know, in things like Moana, um, Coco, stuff like that. It's got there's a very um identifiable new style in these kind of animated films mm. but yeah it's uh the first one was an enormous hit um i found the original trailer for the second film to be strangely dark and arty <laughs> um, i think there has probably been more trailers since but my interest it isn't you know it's um, yeah it's yeah. not that high that oh, yeah. i go
0: searching for it i mean i'm not i'm not interested i watched Frozen when it was out on TV a couple of years after I never saw it at the cinema and I thought it was good I kind of enjoyed it I to quite, be honest yeah I quite like it it's like I say it's a film that I probably
2: won't revisit now I did revisit it a few times because my uh, little sisters were obsessed with it
0: yes when it came out. as many other little sisters I'm sure all yeah, across the
2: world were um, and another little Little fact for you here, because I'm full of these useless tidbits. Yes. Uh, Elsa, or Elsa Toys, were in fact the first uh, toy to take Barbie off the number one Christmas item for the first time in, I can't remember the years. How many? Yeah, many years. Yeah, so it's an enormous film, an enormous kids' film, and I think it is quite popular with adults as well. Um, And, I mean, the Frozen soundtrack is probably one of uh, the first... uh, Soundtracks to enter the yeah. enter the Christmas charts each year for a,
0: for a long while. Yeah, I think there will be new critical writings of just how successful this film was because I yes. nothing like it. No, really, nothing really like it. It was the I think it was the first animated
1: film to like do well over a billion dollars. Mm. That's Cook. massive feat. It did like one point two, one point two five, something like that. Yeah. Dollars. Which I feel like this one is probably gonna make
0: even more. Yeah. It's just it's just it was just something about it. It came out at a time uh where these uh, new techniques were being pushed. This was the first sort of newish Disney film since like the like the two thousands. Two thousands has its own Disney animator style, and then this one just the blew it sort of oh, like, d- out of the water. I did really. forget, actually, but I think they did. Uh, Tangled and Brave, actually, I think both came
2: before it, didn't they? Mm. Which also had that similar style, but we're, yeah. we're nowhere near successful. Nowhere near so as successful, successful now. Um, I did like Tangled. I haven't seen Brave. Brave Brave's quite good, but um, yeah, I, there, there was actually... I think it, it can be a Marmite film because of the sheer annoyance I think people probably have with hearing that soundtrack over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah. So some people will really hate it's it. A but... good,
0: it's a good soundtrack. I need to revisit it. I have not, like, I, I've i only seen, I only know the songs, but I've only seen the film like once and I yeah. never listened to it again. I need to listen to the soundtrack again to see if it holds up. But, you know, it's it's in the heart of minds of every small child. Yeah. Uh, and every little gonna, girl. It will have the same effect on
2: those children growing up at, oh, yes. you know, the same way the Disney classics yeah. did on us. But do you I think, think do, you, do you think that they waited too long? Cause that's quite a gap to make the se- seven years. Well, like I said, I think like they say, they did delay announcing it because I think um, it is one of those where it does come across that it's uh, there's not an easy way to make a second, second film no. really. Um, I mean, they've figured out a way, but it's very different into when you think um, sort of the early noughties again, um, when they were just pumping out these direct-to-video sequels to old, old Disney films, you know, Cinderella yeah. 2, 3, the yeah. Aladdin sequels, stuff like that, films that um, are really only in the minds of uh, kids that grew up in that age mm. of VHS and yeah. stuff, Um, which they could have done. They could have gone down that route and... Made it for yeah. the new Disney Plus streaming
0: service. So these, yeah. Yeah. these, um, these kids that Frozen was originally made for are yeah. now now older. I'm not sure if that's going to do. Work well, I'd say in like its my little sister, teenager now. Yeah, so. work, yeah. I'm not sure if that's going to work in its favour. And of course, it will have a new audience because like a whole new, new sort of like like bunch of little girls who yeah. want to go and watch it and. Sing all the songs. It even attracted a, a bit of a teen audience uh, yes.
2: back then as well, as mm. far as I remember. So you know, some of those teenagers yeah. will be parents with
0: their own kids now, yeah. potentially. Yeah, characters characters are very very well liked. The yeah. most well liked of any bunch of Disney characters uh, before. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I would dare say go as far is this
2: generation's Lion King in terms of um, how. Well loved it is. Mm. Um, e- even if people that are somewhat older might yeah. disagree, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I think I think it will. It might surprise us how well it does, but it could swing completely the opposite way, and uh, maybe maybe not even scratch the surface of the first first film. Maybe. It depends how it does in the long term. Yeah. In comparative. What do we think uh,
0: projections, Dan?
1: I feel like with this film. I feel like projections have been quite low, Mm. because a lot of people have been saying like 120, which is really big, an opening in America, but I'm kind of thinking more like 150, even maybe higher than that, just because it's the week before um, Thanksgiving, and a film that opened a week before Thanksgiving was Catching Fire, The Hunger Games, Mm. and that opened to like nearly 160. So I'm I'm feeling like Frozen 2 is a bit on that same level because it's going to be such like a massive film. Although Absolutely. a lot of films have been disappointing very recently.
2: Later on, of course, be competing with the final instalment of the Skywalker saga as well, though. Um, As well as cats. As
0: well as, as, well as, well as, as cats, cats yeah. As the as big as...
1: juggernaut cats.
2: Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> Who yeah. couldn't forget? Yeah. Jumanji.
0: And Jumanji, the, the next level. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. so uh, how it fares to that, I think... Um Skywalker is already breaking some records for pre-sales, isn't it? So Yes, it has. Um
1: records, yeah, for the Star Wars series, but not exactly yeah, a thing. Not, but, not overall. Yeah. Mm. Endgame is still
0: still still out oh, well, there, of course. Yeah. Of course.
1: Well, I mean, that
2: that is another point though, as well when um the original Frozen came out, um th- the first Avengers film are not long. Yeah, since, not long before. Since being yeah. Well, um, had come out in the summer the year before, rather. But that's it for Frozen Two. Uh, our next feature is Harriet. So, Tom, what have you uh, got to say about that?
0: So Harriet is the true story of uh, Harriet Tubman, who was a slave uh, who ran who ran away from her plantation in the uh, in sort of slavery era South of America, uh, South America south america south of south united states and sort of uh, uh ran sort of 100 miles to freedom only to sort of come back with a with a new name harriet tubman uh come back to the place where she where she was uh she, where she was uh, held at and to mount an assault uh on their captors uh join the underground railroad and uh, and, and get freedom finally um uh the tagline is live is live free or die which is a pretty pretty sort of hefty tagline if you ask me as dan was set as dan had pointed out before um it's doing really well in america which is good to see which is good to see i'm not sure how it will do here uh when it comes out but they tend to be films of
2: this uh genre or specifically you know in, in the theme of slavery the uh, Obviously, I think they are less less poignant over here, anyway. Um, but the, the, I mean, the twelve, 12 years a slave, I think, uh, is probably a good example. I think that still did relatively well. I don't know mm. if Dan remembers numbers off top of his head no, no. No. Um, <laughs> no, um Sometimes he does. Mm. Um, but there's often there's there's almost always Oscar potential yes. with films in this category, isn't there? Mm. Um, so I don't know what what yeah. are we thinking of? What we um, seen, I, think. I
0: think there might be a nod, uh, and an award—not an Oscar, but an a, a general awards nod to the lead actress of this film, Cynthia Erivo. Uh, I think that's her name. Uh, I looked her in the trailer. She she has a very, and I saw a few clips of this film. She has a very strong strong presence. Uh, she's sort of like very sort of like like very sort of like commanding and has a lot of a lot of agency over these sort of over these. Uh, white men sort of like trying to like, opp- like oppress her and like sub subdue her um, it's a very I think it's very empowering very empowering very inspiring especially for um, especially for young young women uh, and you know of course the, to like to like African-American sort of um, I'm not sure how it will do here I think it might crack it might crack the top 10 but there's a chance it won't um, we'll just have to wait and see on that but that is that is harriet that is also coming out probably be, will be overshadowed by frozen 2 um but if you're if you're into that if you did like 12 years a slave and those sorts of films i think you might might have a good good time with this 21 bridges is a sort of a detective thriller starring Chad chadwick boseman. boseman yeah ah jack patrick said Chad, chadwick boseman i thought is Sienna Miller in it? Uh, yes. Sienna Miller's in it as well. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. What are the? What are the, are the? Is it out? Is it out in America yet? No, it comes
1: at the same weekend.
0: Same it? as weekend. Okay, right. Um, what are the? What are the projections for that? If you can find low. them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
1: I think it's like ten million.
0: Ten million. Which, which is fairly alright. I mean, it's I like admit like it probably has a sort of a low budget, doesn't it?
1: I mean, you'd hope so. Yeah. Um, so, but I, I think Chadwick Boseman will probably be paid a lot for this.
0: Yeah, that it's um, you know, it's like a procedural like cop, like it's another procedural like cop thriller, isn't it? So I'm not sure, of, like it's kind of sort of like can probably do generic just, at this just point. fine. Yeah.
2: yeah, I think they they, they tend th- to do just fine. I think
0: yeah, not nothing. I don't think with these sorts of films, it's very likely to have one. Pop out of the scene and sort of like do really well. No, I, I, I could eat my words at 21 Bridges, could be that film. You never know. Um, I
1: saw a poster where it mentioned Avengers Endgame, so maybe that will help people want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, I don't think it's gonna do the best.
0: No, no,
1: around here.
0: No, I'm
1: very, I'm very much stalling to try and look at the projections there.
0: <laughs> yeah, um nine million dollars nine million dollars you went far off ten ten million dollars
1: well it's minus ten percent so i imagine it was ten million last week oh
0: right. okay no, fair enough.
1: um but the overall projection for domestic is 25 to 38 million dollars which is quite a big
0: quite big I mean. yeah yeah but you never know you never know it could do Better than expected. It could do. It could do much worse than expected. I mean, you never know with these. Better than Frozen, perhaps. Oh, I don't know about that. (laughs) I don't know about that, Ellis. But um, we'll we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Um, Um, I will
1: say Frozen as well. Yeah. Because that's also
0: on here. Uh, 120 to 160. 120. Oh, 40 million dollar range. Oh my goodness. One hundred twenty to one hundred sixty. One sixty
1: would be amazing.
0: One sixty would be like hilarious.
1: We need that type of opening in the box office right now because it's been so like dead over the past. Couple it has of weeks. been,
0: yeah, it's been like everything's been. It's flopping. been, it's been everything's has flopping. Everything's been like double digits. Not even like it's, it's sometimes single digits, and it would just be nice to have like a big juggernaut back in, like yeah. you know, like a like a. It's been a couple of weeks since Joker. Yeah, uh,
1: game should have opened now.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Three hundred and fifty-seven million.
0: Yeah, injected in. Mm. But um, we'll see. We'll see. Frozen will do well, regardless. I think it's it's safe to say that um, whether it'll make it might do it's a might do one hundred and sixty. Never know. But those are your releases for this week. Uh, Frozen Two, Harriet, and Twenty One Bridges. Um, so we just move on straight to uh, films that you guys have seen, um, starting with you, Dan. What's your film pick this week?
1: My film pick is a film on Netflix right now, mm-hmm. and it's called "You Were Never Really Here." Yeah, which has uh, the Joker in it. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin
0: Phoenix, directed um, directed by the now sort of like now legendary sort of cult. Uh, director, British director Ramsay, Ramsey, uh, who made uh, British films, classic British films like Rat, uh, Rat Catcher. Um, this is a very different beast altogether. I've seen this film. Yeah. I saw this a year ago, about about uh, about then uh, when it was when it was just on, just started on Netflix. I really liked it. What did you think?
1: I thought it was good. Mm. I did not think it was like the best film. It was very, I don't know. I don't really have many thoughts on this film. It's just something that I watched and very enjoyed, I guess. Mm. I don't know. It's 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 a weird film. It is, yeah. Uh... Yeah, it's quite violent. Yeah. I was like uh, I was gonna say a spoiler then that wasn't yeah. very good. Mm. But like when you like you see somebody get shot in the head and it's like, Oh, yeah. okay. mm. uh, they're normally cut away when they do that. Yeah. Which I guess they're trying to show how brutal his life is or something Yeah, yeah. poetic like that. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Uh, I I quite liked it. The story's a bit hit and yeah. miss really. The uh, um the story is a bit sort of like a bit a bit thready here yeah. and there. Uh but the performances are really good. Joaquin yeah. Phoenix is incredible. I think the the woman who plays His, uh, because he lives with his mother in this film. I think his mother is very, very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And there's also a a little girl in the film. I thought, like, although she didn't have much to say, uh, she, she, she did a really good sort of like physical performance. But um, it's very violent, very gritty, very sort of like nasty and sort of like not very, not a very nice, not like, not like a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Film to watch is you gotta sort of, it's the subject matter is quite grim as well,
1: yeah. And then there's like the scenes where he um tries to, well, very quick spoiler warning,
0: yeah, quick spoiler warning,
1: um, skip like th- 10 seconds ahead, yeah, where he, he tries to uh kill himself, mm. like quite a bit, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah,
0: okay,
1: and I oop, mm-hmm. um, that was yeah, it's dark, drab, damp, and depressing.
0: <laughs> just the type of films that Lynn Ramsey loves to make yeah yeah that's 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 that. that that is that yeah so that is you were never really here you can catch that if you want to on Netflix it's been on Netflix for quite a while now um but that is Lynn Ramsey's you are never really here. I have an interesting one. I went to see this at Phoenix on its last day on th- last Thursday. it's a Colombian film called Monos I'm sure if you any of you have heard of it. Uh, yeah, I've heard of this much. Yeah. It's a Colombian film um from uh Alejandro Landes. Um it's basically about a group of teenage guerrilla fighters who work for a mysterious organization posted up like on a like on a on a mountain who are tasked with uh protecting uh this American hostage that they have there. Um and it blew me away. It really really did um I was, was stock still open-mouthed literally the entire way through the film has it's it's a it's hypnotic and sort of like a lot of the shots it ha- has a lot to do with the shots, the beauty and sort of the it's like of these gorgeous shots on top of the mountain at dawn at dusk at any time of day it's very the the weather is weather changes constantly it's uh it's very sort of like drab and then beautiful in another shot um the acting from it's all like mostly kids there's one adult who's sort of the overseer so i just scratched the mic there uh the overseer of this um overseer of this group he's very nasty he's very sort of like he's very sort of like you gotta train you gotta do this but the thing is we don't actually know what they do we don't like they're told this is what you must do but we don't know what they're meant to be doing they're As they're kitted out with assault rifles and military equipment and it's it's very odd it's very strange um i've i watched something with the with the director and said it was he said it was very sort of uh uh in tune with uh the sort of like their if you don't know like geopol like geopolitics like a, a massive sort of civil war that that has occurred over like many many decades so that is a part that might be a part of it. But it's there on their way down to like they get to like a jung they get the, a jungle area, uh a mountain mountaintops. It's just very, very pretty. It's just absolutely astonishing. The music by Mika Levy, who did the score for Under the Skin with Scarlett Johansson, is the most baffling thing I think I've heard in the film all year. It's a mixture of radio signal uh, bird calls and other sort of weird noises but it just works it just works for this weird world it's just it needs to be i said i said I said this in my written review um you know, follow me on my blog you should I said this in my written review it needs to be seen anywhere it needs to be seen to be believed you don't Know what you're getting. I didn't know what I was getting into. I thought it was going to be some simple story, but I was just sat back and just basked in its glory. It's that good. It's not in Phoenix anymore. It, it as I said, it was its last day on Thursday. um I wasn't going to go, but I did, and I was so glad that I that I went. um It's out. In, it's still out in a few cinemas across the UK. I mean, if you're lucky enough, then. Uh, to see it in a cinema near you, please do, because you will not regret it. Um, the film is called Monos, which the Colombian translation of that is uh, Monkeys, and that is out in selected cinemas still. But it is an incredible, incredible achievement in cinema, uh, and my favorite film of the year, and one of the de- and one for the decade for me. So that is monos.
2: Now, I don't have a film, but no. like I did uh mention just before. I think I do. Maybe have a bit of a new, bit of a new segment if I've got time to squeeze it in. And but, I thought yeah. I just mentioned some of what's been going on in the film world, yes. well, film and TV world to an extent here. So I've got three little bits and I just sort of got some questions. Thought you to, to
0: thought you share. Yeah. So yeah.
2: my first one It's not really a question to go with this, I just thought it was worth announcing that The Joker has in fact become the first comic book film to profit over a billion, which is a strangely large large milestone when you compare that to something like uh, Endgame. Yeah. Um, which, of course, made a lot more money overall, but on a lot higher of a budget. Mm. I don't know. Were, were we
0: expecting this? Over the last couple of weeks, I kind of was um, because it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger yep. and bigger. Uh, it's still in the top 10. I think now it is at eight in the top 10 and this it, this week.
1: And it literally did just cross a billion dollars as well.
0: And yep. it did just cross a billion dollars, which is. is huge. Yeah, it's enormous. It's which the
1: is- first R.H. movie to ever cross billion
0: dollars and and the budget that this thing was on to get to that is the most astonishing thing i think i've ever seen 55 million
1: dollars
0: to get to a billion on 55 million dollars is incredible
2: yeah but uh like i did i think we did speak about it when it came out i do sort of wonder if it's more to do with increasing numbers rather than the popularity of the, fil- either the films obviously has done very well. It is very popular. But whether um, it's purely done well because it's so popular or it's done so well because we are seeing, you know, increasing revenue coming from these films. Uh, like I said, the past five years particularly, have seen the most... The, the top ten highest grossing films are constantly in flux now uh, as opposed to... Um, 10 years ago when yeah. they, they stayed pretty much the same for a good 20-odd years, yeah. you know? I mean, I think *Con With The Wind was the highest grossing for about 35 years, whereas now we're constantly seeing new entries and thing, things aren't staying in the, in the top 50 or... You, the top ten for very long. No,
0: no, it's it's incredible. The lands, as you said earlier, the landscape of film has changed uh, immeasurably, mm. uh, and um, you know we are getting all of these multi-million, maybe even a billion dollars that do te- that do sort of shift uh, the sort of like the highest-grossing of all-time lists and 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 all of that. Um, you know, but it's just. I think this is an incredible milestone and something that Warner Brothers should just roll with yeah. uh, and sort of take on that. Uh, not like not really to do what they will because they might do a sequel and I'm not sure if that's the right thing to Possibly. do. Possibly. They're yeah. going to do they it. Have th- they, it have they have spoken about they it. They have spoken about yeah. it, which I mean, means that they will do it. <laughs> the
2: uncertainty is that Todd Phillips isn't going to be out of work for a while, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I didn't want to hang on that one not much because no, we have spoken about I, the joker uh, i will say good few weeks but that,
1: um mentioning that the top 10 all-time changes quite often eight of the top 10 films are from this decade mm. yeah exactly uh, yeah. one of them is from 2009 which is obviously avatar mm. yeah and then one of them's from 1997 which is titanic
0: yeah yeah yeah
2: so um, with that, I suppose I'll, I'll go into two more questions. Uh, well, I'll go into another one, which again we're going into affecting the landscape of cinema. I brought this up a couple of weeks ago, um, though n- not quite so directly. Uh, you you may have heard, or you may have even seen, mm. that the Mandalorian has been officially released now on the Disney Plus streaming service. I believe it's not yet available on the UK version. Um,
1: The the UK version technically doesn't exist. Of
2: course, yeah, sorry, we're not getting Disney Plus.
1: It doesn't come out here until March 31st.
2: Yes, Um, and with that, there's actually what would have been a question but has actually just become factors quickly uh, anyway uh, would be do we think that piracy is going to be on the rise? The answer is yes. Uh, there has been several reports to say that piracy is massively on the rise for the first time in a number of years. Yeah, a um, couple,
0: of, couple of years isn't it? Yeah,
2: because uh, people were buying into these streaming services and going, yeah, th- it's just easier to settle for this than than paying for it Yeah, and now we're getting these massive cinematic masterpieces of TV uh, coming on these streaming services that people don't want to miss mm-hmm. but they're not going to pay for a an extra service i think a few people and especially over here i think it's going to be more of a struggle um people don't want to uh wait around for series like this anyway and of course got the marvel i've got a load of series lined up also for the disney plus um and we're very we're we're a bit more sticks in the mud i think in the uk um we we like what we're used to um Britbox actually I think has finally launched in the UK which if you don't know mm. um is a streaming service that's been used in the US for a couple of times it's supported by both ITV and BBC. Yes. Um they launched it in the US to try and get some of the you know some of their older stuff out there uh, so US audiences had uh, had more access to it. Um they tried to work with Channel 4 to create a streaming service over here called Kangaroo in 2012, but the uh, government poo-pooed that idea, thought it would create too much of a no- monopoly. Mm, so now we're getting BritBox again. So um, the question that I'm trying to get to is that we've got this ever-changing climate of where TV is interacting with cinema on a new scale. Yeah. Um, not so much the American side. I think it's quite obvious how this is going to affect Americans' blockbusters. Do you think that all these new streaming services and these blockbuster things, and of course, even with the BBC now you've got his dark materials and War of the Worlds has come out, they're very cinematic. Do you think it's gonna affect British TV and cinema? Open uh, to whoever?
0: It it might it might do because it first came out that we got these big American show uh, big American shows that mostly aired yeah. on Sky Atlantic. Yeah, a of lot Thro- of them were H- HBO originally. H- HBO, they? H- yeah. H- HBO prided themselves even before they came over here yeah. as as the big sort of as cable sort of things. You get very exclusive yeah. series, very well produced, well produced series over the nineties and the
2: noughties. Yeah, which I could be wrong, about. I think it start started or on a large, very large scale. I think it started with the Sopranos. Sopranos, and then, yes. Um, obviously, Game of Thrones was when they really became an international success that you could put money into these Mm, shows yeah and the game of game
0: of thrones was was definitely the turning point yeah game of thrones and now uh and now hbo are doing Watchmen, which is which is over here as well on sky atlantic they've got a deal with sky atlantic so there's the hbo stuff on on sky um but i do think like the, the, yes the dbc are taking notice because of course his dark materials is out uh in the wild i'm not sure how well it's doing though neither am i um i'm not sure if people are that
2: invested in it i'm interested but i haven't given it a watch yet and i i think it i think it is still that they're lagging behind and live tv is you know it, it has fallen by the wayside um so i think it Depends on how successfully they can approach um, the new age of streaming. See how other things do successful, but they're they're only going to keep pumping money into these more cinematic TV shows if Mm. the ones that they've got going now are doing well in the first place. I Mm. suppose
0: Chernobyl Mm. is a massive, massive hit. Um, Came out here earlier this year. We watched it like almost all in like an entire sitting. It's Mm. it's. The show is insane, but I think they, uh, I think they are going to keep up with these cinematic yeah. TV TV shows because they're such a big investment.
2: Yeah, but they they have been having some success with the smaller shows. Anyway, if you, uh, I'm not sure if you remember the last year, but um, the Bodyguard with uh, Keely Horse.
0: Yes. Hors, yes. Uh, BBC that did, BBC. Yeah, that was BBC. BBC that that yeah. did massively well. Mm. Um, so, um
1: so if you look at if you're looking at TV shows, if you think of like obviously live tv is kind of for an older audience now Mm. technically so if you look at bbc three which is like supposed to be for a younger audience that's fully streaming now exactly yeah yeah i think it,
2: it came out a couple of years ago that the average age of the bbc audience now was i think it was 60 65 something like that so
1: and you've got uh, on BBC Three uh, RuPaul's Drag Race UK, which of course, cur- yeah, which is doing currently that. is doing like over a million views per episode. Mm. That's really big, amazing in the UK because yeah. obviously we have yeah about seventy million people here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's quite a lot.
0: It would be interesting with 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 Brit, with BritBox how that's going to be thing over here because i don't think that americans have got onto our tv shows as much as we like to think that they have
2: yeah it's uh britbox is almost entirely i think made up of subscribers with interesting shows that have a cult following yeah the main reason for britbox being so successful in america as far as uh, or in the circles you know i, I uh, associate with is to mostly Due to Doctor Who, they have the classic series on there, which we have no kind of streaming access in the UK to the classic series of Doctor Who, no, which no. is absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the the DVDs make a lot of money due to you know collector's items and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you've got anything more to say on that. Like I say, it, I think it is it is important to recognise how how quickly this landscape is it's still changing. Yes. C- cinemas really, it's really going through a sort of new revolution, if yeah. you like, um, and it's got a new relationship with TV. Like, you know, I don't think we'll we'll ever see it again, really. So yeah. um, we have
0: time for. Did you say you have one more? I have one more, and it's and just then, a quick one. And then that's one. it. And, and that's then it. I done. do have one thing to mention after. Okay. Ah, well, we'll go. We'll go, Ellis, and then Dan. Yeah. Then. Uh, so
2: we we d- we have briefly covered this one. So it's only a quick one. Um, yeah. But I just wanted to ask you.
0: Sonic the new tra- uh, trailer. Yes. Obviously, we looked yeah. at. Was that your thing as well? Then
2: um, no. And I've recently found out that the because I was I was very interested actually into how much money they've put into this, and oh. it's thirty five million. Thirty five million. The budget has shot up to one hundred and twenty five million for what is oh. uh, that is
1: not what I heard. <laughs> effectively,
2: oh. a kids' film. I heard it was from ninety to one hundred and twenty five. Was what I read. I
1: heard that the budget was for the reshoot reshoot for the.
2: Reanimation, yeah,
1: yes, that
2: one was five million
1: dollars.
2: Five million. Yeah. Well, well, we'll, <laughs> I, we'll have to double check this. Yeah, won't yeah, we? yeah, I'll probably double check after. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, I read it. it was originally nineteen. It shot up to one hundred twenty-five. Uh, one hundred twenty-five, which um, could, well, I think it might likely also include the new marketing costs and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, but yeah. So um, mm. it's a lot of money. It is a lot um, of money, and I want to ask you sonic isn't something like as i touched on last week it's not something i'm particularly interested in i've got a friend that's obsessed with it at 20 years old mm. um it doesn't seem like that big of a household name anymore it's backed by paramount which don't seem to re- to be, be doing, doing too well at the moment no uh i think the the only thing i can really think of they do most of the time is the transformers franchise yeah, um there there. so i just want to ask you Do you think the amount of effort that's been put into reanimating this film warrants a better audience reception? Um, Will you be going to see it? I I personally, I'm interested. I think I might go and give it a watch because I I think... uh, there's, it's not often. In fact, I can't think of another example where a studio puts in that much effort to change in a film because of audience reception. Mm. It's not going to happen with cats.
0: No. no <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. It is the whole phenomenon around Sonic, and like people crying foul of that original design, which was ugly. Mm. it was ugly. Even I'm saying, I'm not a big fan of Sonic and i was saying that that is that is Well, yeah, because m- my initial reaction was, yeah, that looks horrible, but I don't care enough
2: about yeah. Sonic in the first place to yeah. to care that it looks that horrible. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then, and then obviously it got, it got huge on social media and the great thing about it was the director actually came out and said, yeah, we'll do it and they have. Yeah. They have. They, they've, they, they've pulled out all the stops on their, on their promises and release this new shiny new trailer where he looks he looks better, he looks like Sonic. Mm. Like but I'm not sure if I'm gonna go and see this or not. Um I don't have a great affinity for Sonic. I don't didn't really play most of his games. Uh, or or you know, have any in have any sort of interest in it? But yeah, um, I, I don't know about you, Tommy. you're a bit older, but I think Sonic Heroes is
2: for probably me and Dan probably the only uh, game that ever really interested me as a kid. in I, the Franchise. I, play,
0: I did play Sonic Heroes only a few times. Mm. Uh, but I was, you know, as you say, I was older, so I don't really have that. Mm. I don't really have that. But it's just, it's just uh, good on them. Good on them yeah. for going on and actually doing making some changes for for the fans i think it'll really 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 help the film no matter how much money they've put into it whether it's 100 or 50 million i think that they will still retain that fan that you know the like they still have the they have the fans on side now uh and i think it's going to be do really well for for them but for the mainstream people i'm not quite sure
2: yeah I mean, I think that's the thing is that it's concerning because I think if this film doesn't do well after all this the studio will never do it again mm. so but it is just really nice to see that a studio is actually going yeah this this film is for the fans that love this character or whatever yeah this film is not about making money because ultimately film is about making money mm. um and I don't know if you got any any more remarks yes. on that, Dan? I have a few
1: thoughts. Mm. Okay, so the but the budget for the redesign was actually five million dollars. Right. Um. Apparently that the thing before was a rumor that was um not exactly verified. <laughs>
2: ah, right. <laughs>
1: uh, so the budget, I guess, is technically then like ninety five million dollars. Right. Okay. Um, but they didn't just like redesign Sonic. They actually did some of the like other stuff as well. Because in the First try, there was like a part where the there was lightning, and then it was blooming really, really.
2: Yeah, I did. Yeah, I watched. Bright. Uh, watched this actually. Yeah, so they the did effects, quite I a guess. lot of uh, change the effects to sort of better emulate the way light was hitting them and stuff because yeah. part of the issue with reanimating Sonic in the first place wasn't just they couldn't essentially just get away with you know redesigning the model and replacing it. They yeah. had to. Um, completely um, redesign a lot of elements because a lot of the way his face worked was completely different. If you sort of change the way a human face is, the bone structure and everything's more or less exactly the same still. Whereas Mm. with a character like Sonic, when they're going for this sort of realistic, as realistic as a blue hedgehog gets, interpretation to the original cartoony version, all of the proportions are completely different. So it really can't be um it's the word <laughs> uh over exaggerated yeah. um sort of the amount of effort and time that's been put into making this film that may only do me mediocre but, yeah. uh,
1: apparently but, Paramount um came out and said right the effects were far from done anyway, yeah, so them actually redesigning the character wasn't actually as big as. We previously.
2: yeah, they they didn't have to do the entire tire tire length of the film, just
1: because they actually needed to do a lot of work anyway. It was
0: it was a it was a huge talking point um, on social media, but I do I do think that you know as you know as Dan has said that you know Paramount said came out and said uh, it's not really the effects aren't really finalized. Then I mean that's to be to be expected, really, isn't it? So. That's, that's Sonic. Yes. Re- yeah. Redesign. For the final time now until
2: January time when we, when we find out actually how well it does. Yeah. Um, February. February. Okay. Again, February. a lot of coming okay.
0: out, a lot of coming out in February now. Yeah.
2: I'll have to do an episode of Have You Fact Checked next week instead, I think. So. Yeah. <laughs> have You Fact Checked. <laughs> but,
1: no. uh, so, no. I think we can move on. Yeah, yes. Very swiftly. Yeah. That's a clue. Mm. To the next thing that I'm going to talk about, which yeah. is uh, okay. So I watch uh, a thing on Screen Junkies called Chatting Me Down. Don't let anybody else watches it. Uh, Dan Morrell from Screen Junkies, he goes through the weekend's box office. Um, it came out yesterday in the middle of the night. Um, and they do a mute down to cats, which is uh, they were 33 days when that was released. It's actually 31 days here now. So we have 31 days until cats. Uh, <laughs> uh, big news there was a song that came out for I don't know whether anybody else has heard it. Absolutely mm. not.
2: Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> there's a song that came out called Beautiful Ghosts. Okay. Right. Right. Uh, by Taylor Swift. Yes. So that's obviously going to promote the movie quite a lot. Yeah. There's also a trailer coming out today. Today? For cats, which I'm excited to see if they've done anything with. The
2: visual effects mm. um i don't think i'm even gonna dare
0: dare watch it after the last i think i might watch it just <laughs> to see just to see if they have just to see if I'm, they might, I might just twe- wait and find might out might have tweaked some because like as i said i watched that first trailer in the cinema yeah. and it's like
2: oh, oh. yeah it's yeah That that's the kind of thing that with, with vfx it shouldn't still be yeah. happening <laughs> it shouldn't no. no but yeah i
1: think it's the noses noses it, it's the nose because if they put cat noses it might look a tiny bit better although it might look like really freaky having a cat nose on a person i, <laughs> uh, I
0: yeah yeah this whole film <laughs> this, whole, yeah,
2: this whole film like, it should have been animated the thing, thing that, is aristocats was fine I, why couldn't we just have I'm kept actually that
1: excited for this film Yes. because obviously the music mm. is going to be great because it's well if you like musical music, yeah, it's going to be great
0: because it's mu It's big,
1: made for that. Yeah, big
0: musical. That's yeah. exactly what Cats is.
1: And if you've heard the Jennifer Hudson version of Memories, which was in the trailer, mm. it sounds really good. Like it's, I feel like it's going to be like a Greatest Showman type thing, where the music it, is really good, but the film is not yeah.
0: it uh, does good. it does look like a lot like. Greatest Showman just in its presentations, camera movements and just from that first trailer it looks very greatest showman. Yeah. I didn't really like Greatest Showman apart actually, from the songs. I actually but, really did. Yeah. Uh, I myself. I had issues with it just because
2: I'm a uh, I think I've mentioned before I'm a bit of a bit of a history nut um so I had some issues with it. Mm. Uh but I I enjoyed it a bit. I the music fell out of place to me in a very similar way to. Um, you'll have to remind me of his name. Who did Gatsby and uh, Moulin Rouge and the like?
0: Yeah, you, you no. no, nah, no, nah, I, I, I thought you I, forgot whose name. Nah, I don't know. I have to do a swift know, bit of editing it's, so Um No, it's like, but it's 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 odd. It's odd. I didn't think I'm gonna go and see Cats. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I don't think I will. After after greatest showman. That's Lerman. <laughs> yeah. It, the music for
2: me often feels completely just it, it doesn't fit with the with the setting. Mm. Um yeah.
0: which Great Gatsby it was uh, it was um hip hop in nineteen twenties, which yeah. wasn't great.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of the Gats, uh, Gatsby film. Yeah. Um, I? I do quite enjoy the book. So but, yeah. Yeah, I think it's another one of those. Um but uh, we'll, have we'll have to, to have, we'll have to, to wait and see wait and in see. 31 yeah. days. Cats, I believe that is everything. Bit of a longer podcast today, yeah. Um, yes. But I think we we covered I, a bit I more ground. We, yes, especially so, with
0: your, your questions. I think we we put out yeah. a lot of information on those, didn't we? So yeah, that's uh, what what's coming out this Friday. This Friday is uh, Frozen Two, Frozen Two, and Harriet. And 21 Bridges, so look forward to those. I mean, I'd probably be looking forward to Frozen 2 anyway. Yeah. Um, But, uh, you know, uh, but that's it. Thank you very much for joining us yet again for another Filmtastic podcast. It has been the Have You Seen It podcast with me, Tom. Me,
1: Ellis. And me, Dan. Uh,
0: We'll catch you next week. We'll be talking more film more shenanigans. Yes. Yeah. And uh, some
1: Thanksgiving releases. Some
0: Thanksgiving releases. So stay tuned and uh, we will talk to you again very soon. Thanks very much.